0: Hello, and welcome back to Chris and Reggie's 100th episode of Young Animals special. (laughs) Uh, Many apologies to those uh, tuning in every week to the Cosmic Treadmill. Uh, I know that we are in the very epicenter right now of the Age of Apocalypse event that is tied into our 100th episode celebration that Chris has worked extremely hard uh, putting together, but Due to technical difficulties, and with my apologies, we cannot get that episode recorded in any kind of uh, decent state. So Chris has thought up a new thing for us to do, to put out today.
1: Yeah, we're uh, not going to leave you ahead. Sunday morning, we're actually pulling from our past, instead of the past, and uh, we're going to share with you a uh, special we put together for the Weird Science DC Comics guys for their 100th episode, back about a year ago, yeah. this is uh, actually, uh, folks who know actually, us, on like there, half,
0: we actually, it was quite a oh, while ago, smokes, you're yeah.
1: right. Yeah, you're right, and uh, the folks over there know that we do uh, the young animal segment, and we thought it would be fun for their 100th episode to to maybe discuss the 100th issues of a couple of uh, young animal books uh,
0: that'll sadly never get there in yeah, real life. So uh, it turned out to be eerily not prescient. Uh, what we
1: no, not before,
0: at but uh, <laughs> yeah, we had a good time with it, and I know a lot of people enjoyed it, and I hope that you will all accept this as. Uh, a little tidbit for the week, uh, and, you know, we're still hard at work finishing up this Age of Apocalypse, and we have more things coming later on, so uh, I guess we'll just let them know that they can uh, contact us at weirdcomicshistory@gmail.com. at gmail.com, uh, find us on Twitter at Cosmic T-Mill, right, I'm on Twitter at ReggieReggie, Reggie. Yep. I miss the Tumblr too, I- but.
1: Who goes to Tumblr? And I'm at Ace Comics.
0: (laughs) And uh, you know you check us out on WeirdScienceDCComics.com every week. And Chris's personal blog, where I even wanted to talk about your week of Vartok this week. Uh, Yes, Vartok's week. Oh, it's been so good. (laughs) It's it's really you got you got to go take a look. It's Chris is on InfiniteEarths.com. He does a different DC comic every day of the week, and you can't miss it. And uh, I guess the last, most important thing is to go to our blog, weirdcomicshistory.blogspot.com, where we have show notes in every episode. And next week we will have the new episode of Cosmic Treadmill. So Mm -hmm. many apologies, folks. Uh, You know, we do the best we can, and we just could not get it out this time. So uh, yeah, we will be talking to you soon. And uh, take it away. We hope you enjoy it. Once in every lifetime. (laughs) Love
1: like this Oh, I need you
0: Everybody, welcome back. It's uh, Chris and Reggie with the Young Animal segment for the Weird Science DC Comics.com podcast. You know, you hear us every time there's a Young Animal book, and we have two this week for you that came out mm-hmm. on November 20th, 2024. They're both uh, issue 100s. Pretty interesting. The big centennials, yeah. Yeah, this is uh, a lot of people didn't think the Young Animal imprint would uh, survive this long, but it's survived, it's thrived, and a couple of the titles that uh, began with the imprint are still going on. They're at Ipshu 100 today, but one of them is going to continue going on. The other one is going to conclude. Yes. Uh, The first one we're going to talk about is uh, Doom Patrol 100, written by the Gerard Way Collective, art by Adobe Art Solutions Incorporated. Cover price is $9.99, which uh, I know you're pretty glad to hear about.
1: Yeah, you know, they, they you know they did that whole uh, drawing the line at 9.99 thing a few months ago. Yeah, which was fantastic. Could you imagine still paying 13 dollars a book?
0: Yeah, it's uh it, you know it was really getting to be too much for the wallet, you know, and yeah. uh, it it was starting to really it was beginning to strain things, especially with the comics that we get. So it was nice to get a little sure. break, especially on a comic like this that uh I've really been enjoying here for eight years. So. Yeah. It's uh, it's it's nice that they were able to drop that price. Too bad you still got to pay, thirteen bucks for a lot of the other mainstream titles. But that's uh, yeah. That's, that's life. That's just give and take, I guess. So uh, you know, I I gotta say, you gotta hand it to this title going for a hundred issues. Uh, it's still going even three years ago when Marvel, uh, you know, Marvel did acquire DC uh, back in... Yeah. Uh, 2020, and uh, three years ago they licensed Superman and Batman to Dark Horse and I pretty much thought they were going to fold up shop on Young Animal, but they haven't. They've uh, stood behind it and and kept it going. Uh, Although I think that the, you know, Doom Patrol film trilogy probably had a lot to do with that. That definitely got a lot of interest into the property.
1: And, and I know I kind of ranted when they when they licensed those characters out to Dark Horse. It just seemed like a like a you know kick to the crotch to, yeah. uh, to DC uh, fans and faithful.
0: Yeah, but, uh, well you know we it, it, it took them out of the Marvel universe, but it's it's you know it's worked out okay more or less here and there. Uh, Dark yeah. Horse is handling them pretty well, although I don't know why they went with the Red Rain Batman as the regular canon Batman, uh, the vampire. Yeah. But you know that's. That's for another, you know, podcast segment entirely.
1: And, and replacing Robin with Usagi Yojimbo.
0: Yeah, um, it, that seemed like a, a a real, you know, nasty cash grab. You know what I mean? It's just a seemed, little bit, a little forced. But uh, like I say, that's uh, other podcasts are talking about those comics in the world. So uh, we'll, they we'll, can have it. we'll stick with our young animal segment. So the issue continues right from the last one. Uh, Cliff and Squirrel Girl, A.K.A. Doreen Green, they're still trapped in the Flan Dimension. Uh, Are you
1: saying uh, flan or flan?
0: You know, in in New York we would say flan. That's simply hmm. my instinct, but I do believe yeah. <laughs> the correct way to say it is is flan. Uh, fight the instinct. I've I've only ever had it a couple of times. I don't really like it. Uh, I, no, was, I find it a little bit gross. But some people seem to love it, and uh, it's definitely part of Gerard Way's food obsession with this whole series. You know, maybe we'll get into that a little bit later. Sure. Uh, so they're still they're still trapped, suspended in this. Uh, pudding gelatin. I don't even know really what it is, to be honest with you. Um, and Dr. Rita Calder, she's watching from behind the scenes the whole time, and I really like the fact this whole, like, recently in the series, they've had her appearing on the Hollow video a lot. It really brings me back to, like, the Silver Age, Arnold Drake type yeah. of thing. You know, people... It, what?
1: Oh, and uh, there's that. It, it's really, really subtle, but it looks like she's got a few whiskers on her chin.
0: Yeah, th- there's... I, since, they, since they combined... Uh, yeah. Th- you know, this this has got to be going back now 20, 25 issues now. But since Rita and Niles called her combined, uh, you know, we're not really sure what the gender is. I'm calling her she, <laughs> but sure. uh, I, you know, you know, we haven't seen anybody, uh, we haven't seen their private parts yet. Although in a comic uh, like this, you, you never know. You just might. Uh, I really liked also, you know, uh, Cliff and Doreen. They keep falling to the caramel part of the floor and they keep getting <laughs> yeah. stuck and trapped in there. So I was having fun with that. Uh, back at Doom Patrol headquarters in New Canada, Joshua Clay, uh, Casey Brink, and Clock King are still trying to figure out how to get Cliff and Doreen back from the Flan dimension. Uh, Casey Brink, just sort of standing there, just suggests blithely they use Danny the Fork, which is ridiculous, because Flan, Flan, see, I did it right there. There you go. Flan, you eat with, you eat with a spoon, you don't eat with For a fork. Or a straw. That's not correct. You could, that's true. <laughs> Depending on the consistency, that's the. that, that plays into the issue later um now we cut over and this is something i I was hoping to see more of the uh recently married larry and val trainer they're Mm -hmm. both wrapped in their protective gauze together it's kind of making a a nice family setting and they're settling into this small trailer they want on that show uh, microscopic dwelling macroscopic living uh you know which is very trendy now people you know staying trying to stay within 100 200 square feet uh i -hmm. think is uh, is the movement uh, I really liked too, the way the place was set up. It was very 50s, with like you know, a lot of mid 20th century furniture and 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 potted uh, flowers and stuff. It was it was all very cute, as much as you can fit into about 200 square feet. <laughs> yes. So uh, Valentina, she's playing the perfect housewife. She's cooking up imitation cow loaf and vegetable paste. Paste. Well, Larry reads the newspaper. Uh, Larry mentions, and this is funny too, because this is actually. You know the series is over, but this was current events when it was written. Is that the Cubs were in the playoffs again, eighth year in a row, Uh, which is you know it's crazy to think that years ago the Cubs were cursed for so many years, and now they've won uh, now eight eight World Series in a row as of as of of this year. So uh, two Super Bowls. Yeah, I don't even know how that happened because they
1: hell did that happen.
0: They hadn't. They weren't even playing until the baseball season ended, but somehow they. They uh, swept the back half of the, those football seasons and they became Super Bowl champions. So Crazy. hats off to the Cubs. It's uh, sure, yeah, definitely very accomplished team right there. Uh, so they're having a little bit of domestic bliss there, but then uh, when dinner starts, and I really like the way this was set up, the way the layout was, they have these panels of Larry and Val like having a tense, wordless dinner. You can tell the marriage yeah. is not happy. You know, and it's funny because, like I say, they're not saying anything, but it's yeah. all in the Pacing and the look, the way they look at each other, uh, mm-hmm. really well done by the Adobe Art Collective. It's this this uh, team or you know, team plus robots, they're really talented. Robot, yeah. Uh, so you know, yeah, I, I really, I, I would like to see them do more work out there, but they seem to really put everything into this book. Mm-hmm. Uh, Val goes to the fridge and takes some flan out for dessert, and then it, there's a close up. We can see a microscopic cliff and Squirrel Girl trapped in a close-up of the flan so is this yeah. they have the flan dimension right there uh and then after after regarding their dessert they don't eat them but for a couple of panels at the same time in kind of a long panel they both say at the same time in like the same word balloon i want a divorce simultaneously yep. uh and it's just the way this the way this scene was done it probably took too many pages you know i'm looking at it now it's like three pages fully of just them but it, it they kind of had to give it that much air right
1: yeah yeah because uh, you know it, it it's weird because they spaced it out but it's still so claustrophobic
0: yeah it, it's, uh, you can see they're in this tiny place and yeah it's uh this the isolation of you know each character as they're sitting you know a foot away from each other just staring at each other it's, yeah. it really is palpable and uh, i really i really enjoyed that i love to see good uh comics work even in the holographic form uh, you know, yeah. Chris and I both prefer the classic digital comics. We think that uh, comics were meant to be two-dimensional, but we're here now, and I like to see yeah. that people can use the medium still. For uh, I go-
1: tell you, I I still miss that old iPad smell.
0: Yeah, I definitely. You know, uh, I I still think that's the way comics that, like I say, they were meant to be seem. Yeah. But you know, time time More marches curious. on, folks. Yeah, they you know, and and. Obviously, things can be done in the holographic medium that are interesting, and, and this is one of those comics that shows it. Sure. So we go back, we cut back to Doom Patrol headquarters. Joshua, Casey, and Clock King are all holding Danny the fork at the same time. E- each of their <laughs> hands, like all three of their hands are on the same yeah. fork. Like, I don't know why they had to be uh, all together. And they're delicately lowering it, to, lowering it towards this vortex that leads to the flan dimension. And like there's several panels of the fork kind of descending towards it. Yep. Uh, just before the, it touches the membrane of this vortex, though, Dr. Uh, Rita Calder pops up again over the holophone, and she says, stop right there, Doom Patrol. Actually, she would have said, stop right, I, I'm not sure. What are, what, we're what, not sure. We're yeah. not sure over the voice. We'll just do it normal, you know, stop yeah. right there, Doom Patrol. And Casey says, it's Rita Calder on the holophone, Clockin says. "Yeah." <laughs> and, uh,
1: he goes, well, this is the most inopportune Time.
0: Very good, very good. <laughs> Rita says if you breach the Flan dimension, Robot Man and Squirrel Girl will die. Casey says, ah, what do you know, you old cybernetic goat.
1: <laughs> Josh goes, I'm not even supposed to be here today.
0: That was my that was my favorite line. Yeah, I know. I think it's so funny. He's just been hanging around for so long. Ever, like, ever since issue 45, he just came by to give uh, Cliff. Uh, Got to get a, a movie back from Cliff, and yeah. ever since then he's just been sort of trapped at the yeah, base, dealing with up. dealing with every crisis that comes up. So he's like, oh, I gotta get home for dinner. Um, Very they,
1: classic, uh, Josh though.
0: It is, I know. Yeah, he's yeah. like, he's just sort of uh, getting caught up in the in the mix where he doesn't want to be. Um, <laughs> so, but they proceed to poke the membrane. There's a big gooey explosion. Takes up the whole last page. It's sort of almost, you know, three dimensional last panel on the you know hologram page, if I can uh, yeah. describe it well sound effect here was splorch. I really liked it. It was Love it. very gooey. And then on the very last page of this book, uh, the Anti-Monitor sits in front of a cosmic backdrop, which pour a page of beige goop, and he says my flan has it's gone all runny. And that's mm-hmm. where we leave it off. The mystery of where are Cliff and Squirrel Girl? Are they dead? Are they in Anti-Monitor's flan? Uh, it's uh, really definitely... You know, a mystery, but I gotta say, Chris, I'm getting a little tired of this storyline. It's been going on. It's going on a little too long. Cliff and Squirrel Girl, I mean, they've been trapped in this dessert. This is the fifth issue now, and it's essentially, I mean, it was cured at first, but it's essentially taken them off the, you know, playing board. They haven't really done anything but be in that flan for so long now, and it's like, well, let's get them going, you know, we know Cliff is really the, you know... Tie that binds. And here, yeah, you know. we we got to get him out. And uh, but you know, I do like you know, of course, seeing Clock King and and uh, Joshua and them working together. Um, sure. it, so hopefully, I'm hoping that the fact that the flan exploded, this means that the next issue 101 they'll be free. But we, you know, we'll yeah. find out what happens. Uh, I'm also wondering about do- Doreen's squirrel friend Tippy Toe. We haven't seen uh him or her. I'm not sure he does wear a pink bow, but that's yep. never clear to me. But It's been a few issues. I think I think uh, that the squirrel may come into play here. Um,
1: It's like he's almost been, or he or she has been
0: been like purposely kept out. Yeah, I.
1: Hopefully, something's going down.
0: I think they kind of played it out like they wanted the reader to forget about the uh, the squirrel for a little while. And I mean, who knows? This the way this comic goes. The squirrel could end up having you know Superman powers by the end of it. So.
1: After they had those like six months of the squirrel variant covers like on every book, yeah, I mean it was a bit much.
0: They de- well they they definitely went all in, you know. They definitely saw yeah. it. Hey, I mean you know, Squirrel Girl is one of the most popular shows on the uh, on the CW, and this you know is true. the uh, Squirrel Girl movie did really well. So this is uh th- this is obviously they they know where to put their attention. Uh, you know, definitely... twin daughters love her. Oh yeah, <laughs> they, they can't yeah. get enough. They they want yeah. they want tales of their own.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. That's, uh, you, you should see under the Christmas tree. That's, it's all squirrel.
0: It's <laughs> all squirrel stuff. Well, there's plenty of it to get out there, so you won't be uh, bereft of merchandise. Yeah. Uh, so I'm really interested though. Still, I got to say,
1: I, I never thought that this would lead to domesticating squirrels.
0: <laughs> you didn't think that, huh? That,
1: no, I, I never saw that coming. When that first came <laughs> through on the on the the comic book newsarama thing, I thought that it was an April Fool's gag because it no, came out close to April Fool's.
0: But... No, I, there's there's a lady in my building. She walks her squirrel every day and on a little leash. It's it's it's, it's kind of adorable. I got to admit. Yeah. Uh, well we've know. got a breeder down the block. It's that, crazy. It's that, amazing. You know, they turn yeah. out to be very good pets. Uh, mm. Because they don't meow or bark, so that's normal. that's true. That's people, true. people like they just make little chitter sounds, so it's a, a lot more yeah. adorable. And
1: and I cashed in on on nuts about two years ago. So, <laughs> I mean, that, that, that my gravy boat's been coming in. That, that was
0: very that was a good idea. You saw something yeah. on the horizon. You knew that you knew the nut market was about to explode. Yeah, I was let a let speculator in,
1: a in the <laughs> nut market.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad people were able to make good on that. Yeah. uh So you know, get back to uh, this this issue um i i gotta say i'm more compelled by what's going on with the trainers than with what's going on with the flan dimension it's Uh, very very intriguing it is uh you know uh, the two of them get you know val val vostok coming back to begin with was sort of strange that was like you know i don't know 15 20 issues ago uh them getting together kind of made sense to some extent um you know larry's been a weird kind of a variable this for a hundred issues now um so you know, it, the fact that they're married and the whole thing is just very strange. Where is it going? What does it mean? And always like
1: a dark undertone to it?
0: There definitely is. There definitely yeah. is. There definitely is a dark undertone. There's definitely like a commentary maybe on uh, marriage and and suburban life here. I'm I'm not really sure. It's it's really up in the air. Uh, but it it's to me it's more compelling than this would be the B plot. I think of the <laughs> book, and I, I'm enjoying it a little more than the A plot, at least where it is right now. Um, also to find out last issue that Val was pregnant was a bombshell I'm surprised they didn't address that at all here yeah although the divorce was probably you know was probably leading to that uh, they've only been married so sh- such a short time though so uh, I don't yeah. know what that's gonna entail whether they're gonna have a little mummy baby or whether they're gonna who knows what's <laughs> gonna happen uh, that that's that's to me is the hook of the book right now it's uh, yeah. you know the other stuff is sort of there and doing what it's got to do. I think it's pretty clear that Clock King and Casey Brink are going to get together, but we don't, I don't know when uh, mm-hmm. exactly. You know, and, you know, I really thought about it. This is just more of this food-based stories and Doom Patrols. <laughs> that all started with the gyro sandwich slave dimension. Then they went to the hot and sour soup planet. Then they were in Club Knockwurst. I mean, I think Gerard Way might have an eating disorder or some kind of food, food mania. Um, yes. In the end, I gave this book a 14 out of 20. Uh, I think it was a solid issue, but the story is getting a little tiresome. The art by you know Adobe Art uh, Collective or Incorporated was great, so no complaints there. But uh, I would like to see this title move forward a little bit from here. Uh, what, what did you think, Chris?
1: I thought it was great. I think I would definitely give it uh, maybe a 15 out of 20.
0: Yeah, a little nudge up, but uh yeah. It's it's definitely I mean, obviously if you re- if you've been reading this long, I can't imagine that this t- issue would make you <laughs> turn back. Uh no. and I definitely don't see any end in sight for this title. It uh you know, i looking at the numbers uh for shipping numbers for September. This shipped the second highest number of comics that month with a tremendous 8,000 copies, Chris. Wow. I mean, you know, that's that brings me back to like old, you know, old school yeah. almost. Uh, and the only one higher than that was Spider-Man and the Newsboy Legion, which, you know, that makes sense. That's, that's well, a, I was pumped up by variants anyway. It, that did have a lot of variants. that had like yeah. five or six <laughs> holographic variants. Uh, Ridiculous. So, okay. yeah, it's, uh, you know, the, the, old, the old game is still afoot, folks, but, uh, you know, this book this book does deserve uh, its accolades. It is a good time, and I uh, hope to see it continue, but not every Young Animal book will be continuing past oh. this point, will it, Chris? Uh, we have uh,
1: Shade the Changing Woman, number 100, which is the final issue.
0: Mm.
1: Uh, same creative team. It's still written by Bill Jemis and Joe Casada mm-hmm. uh, with art by. And I'm going to do this backwards. I'm going to say it's Rob Liefeld and Todd McFarlane, even though they credit Todd first in the book because he's a bigger name. I just can't do it because he only gives two pages. Yeah. Um, for some reason, they gave special thanks to Chevy Chase here. I don't know why. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't <laughs> weird. get
1: that. Um on sale date November twentieth, twenty twenty four. Cover price nine ninety nine. They drew that line. Nice. Uh, uh, like we said with Doom Patrol, we never thought Shade was going to make the triple digits. But uh, you know, just like Doom Patrol had the movie trilogy, uh, Shade has that CW TV adaptation from a few years ago. Mm. Um, I, I know. I, I you know we have that uh, that that video chat that all the guys get into now, and uh, I get a lot of guff for not watching this show. Yeah. But uh, you know, Shade's not supposed to have red hair. You just can't
0: do it. Yeah, well, yeah. I can't do it. <laughs> you can't pull uh, the trigger on that, even though CW actually has a uh, only superhero television format. You still, you're not yes. watching any of it. You can't. it's a, nope. that's fine. That's your preference.
1: Uh, I put the uh, I put the uh, adult blocking on that channel so I don't <laughs> accidentally watch any of it red hair. <laughs> um, now, in, in the past several years inhabiting Megan's body, we have Loma. She's learned a whole lot about life on Earth. She's graduated high school, and she's just about to graduate college. Uh, we pick up right from that cliffhanger ending of issue 99, where it was revealed that Megan is three years pregnant. Mm. Uh, I'm guessing that probably occurred around issue 48. If yep. you remember, that's the one that we called the vomit issue.
0: Oh, yes, I remember. That was... So, uh... Funny and gross. Yeah, those and psychedelic trippy. chunks.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes, and uh, they were all kind of shaped like Sergeant Rock's head. Yeah. <laughs> it was very weird. Was. <laughs> I thought maybe he'd be uh, revealed as the father here. If 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 I'm even reading into this right, I'm not sure.
0: But to be honest, I wasn't sure if I saw that or if it was drawn. You know, it was <laughs> just so, it was so weird, yeah.
1: It was. Very, very strange. I mean, the helmet and everything. <laughs> um, <laughs> we, uh, we open up with uh, Megan. She's walking to her graduation ceremony. Uh, she's wearing her cape and her cap and gown, and uh, you know it looks like it's been infested by the madness. So you got the psychedelic swirls and tie dye through her uh, graduation outfit. Yeah. Um, now as she walks, the uh, world around her seems to age a little bit. Uh, every panel depicts, you know, background. It's like one panel spring, the next panel summer. Mm. It's just all going wacky. Somewhere in space. Um, but these are probably the McFarlane pages because you know Megan's got a normal number of teeth and feet in these uh,
0: panels. Yeah, it, it, I would say so too. Uh, it's kind of tough to tell because the inking I think is the same throughout, so it kind of the same. It is line yeah, depth. It's so kind of blended. Yeah, but but this one, it, it this struck me as, as the same way the McFarlane pages
1: yeah and uh here we uh we actually go into like a uh it's like one of those episodes of a TV show where they you know recount what happened throughout the last season, like one of those fillers for an off week um we get a a recap of pretty much everything that's happened in this book up till now. I mean this is almost a decade yeah uh, we go we go back to Loma first appearing and Megan's near drowning that preceded it. We got that odd uh, team-up with the Doom Patrol, which, you know, plays into the food fetish food yeah, of uh, the odd way here. <laughs> uh, because this, that's the one that ended with them slicing the painting that ate Paris up into eight equal slices and eating it like a pizza.
0: Yeah, I love that. That, um, was, that was great crossover. That was pretty they cool. They did a good job.
1: Yeah, and it really helped shade sales a bit. Yeah. Um, we go back to the 18 issues she spent in an underground prison with only Ambush Bug to talk to. And you remember how hard those were to
0: get through. Yeah. It was uh, you know, all black panels, so
1: for, for a year and a half. It was black panels. <laughs>
0: With word was, balloons.
1: <laughs> yeah, because that was when Bendis was writing it. I mean. and it was all that awful Bendis dialogue for a year and a half.
0: It, w- it was pretty much a rip-off. Luckily, they had some nice covers during that time. That's about all, that's about all I can say. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is true. But, you know, it came at that weird point where they gave it that $3 price hike, too. So it was a lot of people jumped off then. I didn't know that it was going to survive.
0: Yeah, I thought it was going um, to be done then, too, but no. Yeah.
1: No, I didn't hate it made uh, it. We go to the summer crossover event of 2019 that consisted of three issues of Megan on the Toilet, which was
0: odd. A- another weird decision, but you know, I I I hope that it didn't do as well as it did, based on you know some of the readership wanting to see that. <laughs> <kind of movie. laughs> don't yeah,
1: know. There was a lot of uh, there was a lot of odd fan uh,
0: art. It's, at that it's, point. It seemed like yeah, it <laughs> seemed like the fan base shifted slightly, but uh, anyway. <laughs>
1: Uh, We had that riff on I Am Curious Black, which was that Lois Lane story from, uh, like, 40 years, 50 years ago now. Yeah. Um, That ended with uh, Megan having purple skin for her senior prom. Uh, Luckily, she was dating Beast Boy and Miss Martian at the time, so nobody
0: really noticed. Yeah, I thought it was cute. It was funny the way they worked that out,
1: yeah. Yeah. And then there was that strange orgy scene from her brief time in the Green Lantern Corps. And uh, i got to say, I never realized that Mogo could bend that way.
0: Ooh, that was a little crazy. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Uh, We have this, uh, after this, you know, she pops back into the present and uh, a literal light bulb appears over her head. Uh, She considers, you know, she's been trying to figure out who she got pregnant from, I suppose, and figures maybe this happened during the orgy. But which lantern did it? Mm. Uh, she pulls out her psychedelic lantern ring which I, I love the design on this thing mm-hmm. it's such you can't even explain it. it it always seems to kind of shift a little
0: bit yeah it, it seems to be a little bit different every time but it sort of has a Victorian 60's futuristic sort of look to it it's
1: so crazy Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so she takes this ring and she zaps off to the uh, the new Oa Hotel and Casino that's inside the Doom Patrol gyro <laughs> I mean, craziness. <laughs> uh, while inside, she visits her parents' graves, and then she heads into the main hall. Uh, we get a whole bunch of pseudoscience. I, you know, I, I've complained a long time about the pseudoscience in yeah. this. Not that I'm like a real, you know, big science guy, but uh, it, it's just it, it seems like like even Grant Morrison would be shaking his head at a lot of this crap.
0: They play real fast and was, and, fr- and frankly, they spend too much time on it you know what i mean it's like, pages yeah it's yeah. like it's like a couple of page, you know several pages of this and it's like ah you know you could have just said i you know when i used yeah. i used the uh z ray or whatever and uh, that was good enough yeah the purple z ray yeah yeah
1: and uh but i mean and like half these panels are numbers it's yeah. all numbers. <laughs> Very, uh... But uh, it's ultimately concluded that with a 97.6% like- likelihood, Hal Jordan is the father.
0: Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, and uh, you know, at
1: first he's kind of nervous, then he's kind of happy, then he gets nervous again. Uh, we got some quotes here. Who do you want to be?
0: I'll be Hal. Okay, go for he, it. He says, "Aha, um, so you were uh, really an adult in a teenager's body, right?
1: And Shade goes, I, I don't I don't understand.
0: And he says, you know, like, Arisa looks like a kid, but really a completely legal adult, right? Arisa what? Just tell me what your age was when we, um... 17. uh, I mean, in your years, like on your planet. 17. So you're not... Nope. Shit. (laughs)
1: And then, <laughs> scene ends with Hal being dragged away to the sex offender wing of the guardian science cells and uh Megan heads back to earth
0: you know it's right pro- this is probably you know several decades too late but I'm glad he finally got got caught out paying, there
1: he's <laughs> paying the pipe yeah uh now uh, you know as she uh, return, as she's about to re- arrive at the graduation her dog returns you know the dog we haven't seen in oh, god it has to be a couple of years now
0: yeah a long time
1: now I don't know how he got out of Lobo's stomach but he's here <laughs> uh now the uh, dog tears off Shades' graduation gown and eats it. Uh, didn't expect her to be topless under it. No. Much less have a third nipple. No. Um, not sure how I feel about that, but I guess Brainiac Five wasn't lying after all.
0: No, it turns out that uh, a lot of probably a lot of stuff he said at the time was true. Although, you know, to be honest, nowadays to see you know uh, nipples and nudity in uh, comics, it really is it almost doesn't yeah. faze me. You know, you almost expect it's it. Old hat now. Yeah.
1: Uh, now she uh, dives into the dog's mouth and follows her gown into the stomach she <laughs> lands in a pool of multicolored stomach acid with uh, some dead flies which I'm guessing is to evoke that early vertigo feel Yeah. and some smiling sperm for whatever reason weird and it, it begins to fill up the stomach so she's thinking to herself after everything she's been through she's gonna die in her dog's stomach uh, one of her last thoughts is the time that she uh, she flashes back to when she single-handedly felled Galactus before you could eat the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I, I didn't think that actually happened in continuity. I, I didn't that either. Was a side,
0: I know yeah, that but, that was a you know that was a collusion with another publisher for the turtles, and uh, yeah. I, I thought that that was just for a, a, kind of a miniseries, but no, it looks like they're uh, absorbing it's it in, into this young animal.
1: It's in continuity now. Yeah. Now she suddenly hears a beeping, and she wakes up in a bed in her bed. She hears another beeping. She wakes up in a different bed between Kilowog and our old friend Cal AOL.
0: Wow. Now, there's somebody I didn't think was in continuity, but here, I know, here right? we are.
1: <laughs> and then uh, we have another beep beeping, but it becomes more rhythmic. And the, the beeps kind of change into a heart rate monitor, little, duh, 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 which is incredible lettering style by uh, Tom here. Mm-hmm uh really really good um now it's revealed that megan is still in her hospital bed from way back in issue one which is cover dated december 2016. uh rack shade is seated beside her uh he's wearing an m vest which has the design of the old Ditko era so it's kind of like it's like a mixture of like the botcholo and the Ditko blend there yeah. really good. cool uh really looks good uh now he's sitting there he's shaking a, a snow globe and he sets it down on the table beside her, and inside it is Cave Carson's cybernetic eye. You remember that?
0: Oh yeah. I mean it's been a long time but I remember <laughs> when that when that yeah. kicked off.
1: Now the eye glows and fires a beam like in the reader's direction, which, you know, as much guff as I give them for this holographic uh, format, now that really worked well.
0: Yeah, definitely. It, you felt like it was really happening to you, you know, yeah. really beaming. And it you.
1: reminded, yeah, it reminded me of that like uh, that little forget me, forget everything you've seen thing from the old Men in Black movies. Mm-hmm, definitely. And and I think maybe it was supposed to. Yeah. Uh, you know, we get two pages of blackness after that, and then the final page is all black except for a heart rate monitor. And then, then that last panel it flat lines.
0: And that's it. Very deep, very deep stuff. Mm-hmm, she's uh, gone. Yeah. well this 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 comic doesn't shy from the black pages, does it? No, it, it's not it, 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 <laughs> <laughs> the, the holographic ink budget is really big on uh, Shade The Changing Woman, that's for sure. <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> no, uh, you know, into into the notes here, I mean, um, what was the point of the pregnancy? Hmm. I mean, why even include that? Is is the only reason that they included that so we can have a Hal Jordan as a pedo gag?
0: Yeah, I, I have uh, to think that's what it was. Yeah.
1: That's that's what you get when you put Bill Jemis on the
0: book. <laughs> Basically, yeah.
1: Well, but also you get Cal AOL. So, <laughs>
0: exactly. Yeah. That's I mean, it, you know, obviously this is his last chance to uh, dredge <laughs> up impressed. all of his old little gags. So there he goes.
1: And uh, you know, I gotta say, I hate these saint elsewhere" type endings. Yeah. You know. It's like, why not just have Rack walk out of the shower and be like, hey, want to hear about a strange dream I had? You know, this really isn't as deep or clever as they think it is.
0: I I found it a little bit cheap also, you know. I mean, there is something... uh, I mean, it just nullifies what what we've read for eight years. That's the problem, you know what I mean? There is something... You know, it's kind of a a cool device when you really uh, apply it a certain way, but this just, you know, I think about... The time and the money, and I'm like, well, that was a waste of flipping time. <laughs> but uh,
1: exactly. Oh well. And and you know why why Cave Carson's
0: eye? Yeah. Is that I,
1: was that? I mean, that book got canceled seven years ago.
0: Yeah. No. No one's thinking about that.
1: No. Why? Why didn't they just pull in Mother Panic or the Inferior Eight? Or even like that, what was that, that weird anthology they had, that Sugar and Spike are Binky's Buddies.
0: Yeah, right? I love that, that actually. Yeah, that would have been cool. They could have brought that
1: back. That was, that was okay. I was okay <laughs> with that. But, I mean, it, it, there were only there were only three issues spaced over
0: four years. Yeah, I know.
1: But, uh, you know, so if we really want to throw these long-forgotten young animal references in, hey, what are you going to do? Yeah. Um, I will definitely say that Rob Liefeld has improved since he learned to draw by holding his pencil with his feet.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I gotta hand it to him. I never thought this would work. Um, if you remember, we uh, received the news for that in that uh, that that odd
0: Kickstartered
1: Wizard Magazine revival
0: yeah. from a few years ago. Yeah, it got <laughs> got funded really quickly too. Odd, strangely quickly, I thought, but
1: yeah, there was maybe a little bit of uh, a little bit of something nefarious. Well, on possibly, it. yeah. But I remember the I I still remember the article title. It was uh, "You think I can't draw feet? Well, now I'm going to draw only with my feet, assholes." And that was in uh, Wizard E-Zine, issue 327, from January 2021.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, we've been doing this a long time, Chris. You know, I have yeah. used to bag on Rob Leifeld all the time, and I, I mm-hmm. th- have turned a corner on it, you know, ever since. It's true. Once he started drawing with his feet, he got it. He really started to understand, you know, motion and anatomy. Yeah. And, I, uh, you know, I, I put him up there with some of the best artists in comics today. Uh, as Absolutely. Long as long as he uses his feet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although actually, he hasn't he hasn't drawn with his hands for so long? We don't know what it would look like. Yeah, they might just be
1: like nubs now. They're
0: like <laughs>
1: prehensile. They're like uh, vestigial limbs. Right That's
0: now. right. They're all curled <laughs> in. He doesn't even use them anymore.
1: Now, uh, McFarlane's big two pages. I mean, they were great. You know, because it's it's Todd. You know, it's always good stuff. But, uh, you know, I still hate that he gets top billing. I mean, this is the last issue, but he, I hated that he's gotten top billing for a little while because he only he only gives two pages.
0: Yeah, I know. Uh, you know, I mean, we know why they're doing it. You know, obviously yeah. it's a bigger, bigger draw, but I, it isn't fair. But what are you going to do? Yeah.
1: And, and I mean, he is a sitting senator right now.
0: That's true. So,
1: I mean, you, you gotta. he, he
0: brings you know, that cachet to it as well.
1: And he was part of uh, he was actually part of Donald Trump's reelection campaign.
0: Oh, yeah. You know that's right when uh, when Trump switched back to when he switched to Democrat yeah and he won all 50 states so I mean yeah. that's I mean, pretty really. impressive uh,
1: <laughs> it was pretty crazy no one no one... but he was he was running against George HW Bush who was what 96 at the time
0: yeah and uh, I think people were a little worried about him as president although you yeah. know he was he was pretty feisty for a guy that was almost sitting to be a hundred and the idea of having him turn a hundred in the White House I remember that was sort of yeah that was sort of a fun idea but it didn't it trump trump took it fair and square all 50 states 50 states yeah Whew.
1: never happened before probably never happened again no
0: um
1: overall there's a pretty lackluster way to go out um i think you know from how great this book was you know this book had a lot of highs and a lot of lows but i think it deserved a, a better ending than a string of silly events that i mean e- even you or i could have come up
0: with yeah really yeah pretty much it's really amateurish it seems to me yeah
1: i gave it a 10 out of 20 and uh you know remind me why we're doing an out of 20 review scale now
0: well because we found that the um it just wasn't hyper specific enough we weren't getting enough of a gradation you know because sometimes you wanted to give a book or someone wanted to give a book like a six point three eight six four that's true that's true. uh so we decided let's stretch it out to 20 we could really get, we could really start to nail the specifics of what this is and for that reason uh, I gave this book a 9.86. Uh, I thought it, it pretty much. Fell. That's a
1: good score. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was, you know,
0: I. It was pretty much. It was a letdown. Uh, but there's some merit to it. So, uh, you know, again, you hung in this long. If you, I don't know why you wouldn't get the last issue. The art is the best thing in it, though. Right? Uh, it really it is. It is great. Rob Liefeld is great. has really become quite a talent, and uh, mm-hmm. hats off to him. But that will conclude. Uh, Shade the Changing Woman. So now we only have a couple of books left to uh, do. We still got Doom Patrol, and uh, you know other books that I uh, haven't thought of yet. Well, so. We
1: still that we still that Haunted Tank. Oh, that's, that, that, right. That
0: kind of <laughs> that's right. want the tank revival. That's uh, right. Which uh, you kind of got into a little bit this week on. Uh, I did. That's right. On uh, Chris is on infiniteearthstopblogspot.com. I usually put this at the end, folks, but since we're segueing into it, uh, this is uh, it's now on its 1,757th consecutive post. Chris is yeah. doing this for. Eight years, uh, a little bit longer than young young animals been around. Come to think of it,
1: man, it, it's it's really starting to become a grind.
0: I yeah, gotta say. You, uh, you you're gonna you you swear you're gonna take a break soon, right? That's what that Eventually. was the plan. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna tip in. But yeah,
1: uh, today, uh, today I reviewed the uh, that uh, that classic uh, New Fifty Two uh, GI Combat Number no. Five featuring the Haunted Tank.
0: Oh yeah. You
1: know, I I came across it in the seventy five credit bin, mm. so I figured why not.
0: Yeah, what'd you think? Well, <laughs> <laughs> despite that, you should, you should definitely check out that blog each and every day. And, uh, sure. of course, you can catch our Weird Comics History show on the History Channel Sunday nights at 8 o'clock, 7 central. Uh, Cosmic Treadmill is also now a daily broadcast on Sirius XM radio channel 103 during the PM drive. Uh, if you want to email us directly, we're at History at mcdonalds.com. And of course, Chris and I still contribute reviews and articles to PrettyAndPinkMarvelComics.com. who uh, you're listening to their podcast right now. Yep. And uh, I think that pretty much wraps us up, right? That's all our contact info and everything. I think uh, so. You got anything else for them this week, Chris? No, I think that's it.
1: Uh, Shade Deserve better. I, I wonder if they'll Hold this into the, uh, to the television program.
0: Yeah, uh, we can only hope because there are definitely some concepts I would like to see go on, but uh, I'm yeah, glad yeah. to see that Young Animal still going strong, and uh, hopefully to get another hundred issues out of Doom Patrol if it's going to keep up this I quality. Hope so. So, uh, until next week, I want everyone to keep it young and animalistic. See ya. In the
1: year 35, 35 Ain't gonna need to tell the truth Tell no lies Everything you think, do, and say is in the bill you took
0: today. In the year 45, 45, ain't gonna need your teeth, won't need your eyes. You won't find a thing to chew. Nobody's gonna look at you.